You could try to be a little less predictable. <sighs> that hurts, Gabe, truly. You know, we're all grown-ups here, and none of us would ever let that ruin the long-standing friendships and mutual respect we have. You know what, you're right. That is a very mature attitude, father. Not the father. <laughs> is that unpredictable enough for you? Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. I'm Stuart. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 143. We don't have Scott with us this week because he had an unexpected trip to New Orleans, which I don't understand how it can be unexpected, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You only go to New Orleans to party. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I wish Scott could have been here for our finale episode, but um, we are definitely missing him. And uh, we wanted to try and get all our thoughts out there as quickly as possible without everybody having to wait until Fear of the Walking Dead came back in a month. <laughs> or two, two months. Two months. <laughs> June 2nd. Yeah. But in honor of that, I finally, <laughs> after five months, yeah. got um, Augie's Ale from Beer of the Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead inspired. Um, brewed by Wicked Weed out of Asheville, which is one of the best breweries out of North Carolina. So let's remind everybody what Augie's Ale is. This is the beer that Jimbo brewed in Fear the Walking Dead, and Wicked Weed made their own version of it, and here it is. Took us five months to get it. Yeah, we were. So it better be liquid gold. Yeah, it's going to be. So here we just open it up. Oh, smells pretty good. It's like an NPR radio show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can hear the beer being poured into the ice cold glass. Oh, my. That's good. Oh, yeah. That's good color. (laughs) I'm going to go first. Okay. We have to try and guess what the secret ingredient is. I'm not liking the smell. (laughs) Really? It's like a saison. Yeah, really? Oh, it's all right. It says farmhouse ale brewed uh, with blood orange, ruby red grapefruit, and agave. I it's the grapefruit. Did that, did he actually say that in his recipe? I don't remember him I don't ever remember, saying that. No, I okay. don't remember him saying all that. Okay. He was talking technical stuff. Yeah, it has a kind of a weird smell to it when you first drink it, but it tastes good. Yeah, I don't think it was worth waiting five months. Go get you some today. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, I'm excited that we finally have it, and we're going to save some for June Yeah, when Fear comes back. Well, yeah, the whole plan was to have these on tap for when Fear was coming back, and now they have delayed it until June, um, which I guess is, is Preacher not coming back at all? Preacher's coming back, yeah. So they're going to be gone at the same time? Probably. Okay. Yeah, this is going to throw everything off. Like, I'm wondering Screwing how they're going to do it. It's screwing us up. Because typically... Fear comes back right after The Walking Dead, and then you have some time off in the summer for Preacher and all that other stuff, and then it comes back in the fall right before The Walking Dead comes back. So maybe we don't get a hiatus this time? Maybe they're just going to shoot straight through? I don't know. We're going to have to, after we have a few more beers and we get to the end of our discussion here, then we can discuss. We can analyze. We're going to discuss. 
<laughs> discuss ridiculously <laughs> about what we're actually going to do in the meantime. You never get to go first, Kim. Okay. So I want to give you this opportunity to tell me what you thought of the final episode to season nine of The Walking Dead. Good episode, not a season finale worthy episode. It was so slow. And I really thought we were going to build up to something amazing and we didn't build up to anything. I mean, we got the radio and we got Alpha at the end, but like nobody died. Nothing major happened. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. It Well, um, I thought the episode was good. Uh, it was slow at points, but I think, um, you know, they were using the cinematography a good bit, trying to show off um, the storm, snow coming down. Right, right, right. Kind of the quietness the of some yeah. of it. And, but I, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I agree that it seemed, it didn't seem like the, the finale. It actually seemed like they were starting a whole new ser- uh, season yeah. with this episode. Yeah. And it did feel like... The uh, episode fifteen um, was weeks. yeah was like more of a finale moment, mm-hmm. um, and, and that yes, then they would pick up with all this this new world stuff that was going on because them leaving the kingdom to begin this was um, was pretty surprising. Well, I read that um, this episode's viewership was the lowest viewership they have had in the whole series really but don't you think people like in the after, whole series you mean yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait. yeah, yeah. in the season no, no, the no, whole no. series the whole nine seasons wow but okay that's surprising wouldn't it make more sense if people were super psyched about last week and tuned in this week to see what was yeah. going to happen yep so that just doesn't make sense but it's also no that's before they've got other numbers too to deal to come out of that right i mean well, don't yeah, don't but, they usually recalculate that stuff based on 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 demand numbers and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, they do. They okay. do like the second day numbers and stuff like that. So we're <clears> only <throat> a couple days out on this, which is very <laughs> rare for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody who's listening. Anyways, it was the lowest viewership ever. So, but it's still one of the highest rated rated TV shows out there right now. So yeah. you know, take it with a grain of salt. They just don't have what they used to have. And I think, um, was it Angela Kang that was the one that was running this yeah. season? Mm-hmm. I think the season itself was great. And I think it was a huge step forward from the mm-hmm. last couple seasons, seven or eight of The Walking Dead. Totally. I think, I think they did a re- she did a very good job of picking up the reins and kind of moving this forward. And it felt very genuine. I thought this felt like the story was very genuine. It wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of cheese. To it, it wasn't very contrived, which you'd think it would be mm-hmm. at this point. Um, just trying to force too many things, and I think uh, uh, things did feel a little bit more natural. Well, the cool thing about season nine was that the first half of the season was a completely different feel, different story than this one. The second half, because of the time jump, and we still had Rick on at mm-hmm. the first part. Um, so the second half felt like its own little season wrapped up into one. Yeah. So in that respect, I feel like last, this, this past, uh, episode was kind of like a mid season finale because there was such a distinction between the first half and the second half. I feel like now we can actually move into what's going to be happening with the whispers in season 10. And it makes more sense to me. Um, whereas season 9A 
was also like its own little thing, but a continuation of the last part of season eight. Well, <laughs> I think that even the whispers thought that last episode was supposed to be <laughs> the end of the season because they obviously went on vacation. <laughs> Somewhere. They were smart. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, yeah. They south. I thought it was hilarious in that one in that scene when it's Alpha and Beta, and Beta's like, yeah, we needed time away. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, where do they go? You're much stronger now. <laughs> uh, that was that well, was kind of funny to me, but but the, but yeah, I mean, they were a complete side story. They had really nothing to do with this other than, um, I guess maybe they were following them in the field at that one point. But this, I don't this, think so. It may just it was just walkers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. But this one was all about ending the kingdom and moving on. Mm-hmm. Along with that, you know, and, you know, we start out with the radio at the beginning and the radio at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's Ezekiel kind of relaying how, you know, it was time to let things go. Part of that was letting go of the kingdom, but also letting go of the, the fantasy of even his relationship with Carol. So that was kind of the main, one of the and main Henry. themes. Yeah. Yeah. And Henry. Uh, that was the main theme throughout the show. So. The fairy tale is over. Yeah. So, how how you balance that is the beginning of the next season. I don't know if that would that been kind of a downer at the beginning of next season. I guess so. Why not just tag Get it, over it with. Yeah, tag it on at the end here and have some closure. Well, the good thing about this episode is that it leaves me wanting more. So we don't we yeah, have we have a very true. small little cliffhanger with the radio going on, but. The rest of what happened, like, especially with Ezekiel and Carol, like, Scott would probably be like, I don't freaking care what, about their relationship. But I do because Carol is such a strong character in this entire show. And to see that she might be going down that road again, which I really don't want her to go down, <clears throat> but to see how their relationship is playing out and its effect on a lot of people, um, I think is very interesting. And then, of course, you've got the the whisperers and what they could possibly be bringing the we, wrath of the whisperers, whisper whispers. <laughs> you had to Alpha. think that that relationship was always going to fail at some point, though. It was there was no, uh, it that obviously did not seem too natural to me. The Carol Ezekiel thing, it just it seemed that was probably one of the few things that did seem forced, and for yeah. her to actually say that she enjoyed the fairy tale while it lasted. She, I mean, she never knew it was supposed to work like that. But, okay, so when they first got together, we were all kind of like, yeah, I don't see that happening. But I feel like they've really grown on me, and they've become such a sweet little, like, old couple. Yeah. Don't you think? And for the way that it ended, like, wow. Well, I mean, it through... It was so abrupt, and she just takes her ring off and was like... Oh, the taking the ring off I'm thing done. was... That was pretty wrong. Yeah, and he's like, I'm never going to stop loving you. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was going to that point. Yeah. Like, we need a little bit of separation. I'm going to go to Alexandria. You stay here. We'll see what happens. But no, it's like, done. Well, the symbolism of Henry being the one that kind of kept the kingdom running, mm-hmm. you know, with the pipes. He was always the one down there fixing the pipes with duct tape. I mean, <coughs> when he's gone, he was the one that was holding everybody together. Mm. Yeah, symbolism for that was really good when Ezekiel's talking in his little speech at the very beginning about um, just telling the story about how everything fell and how it was the symbolism of the pipes busting and how he was talking about how everything just got cold and you know that the pipes froze and they bust and we know from past episodes that Henry was the one that kept them together 
My favorite line was when he said the rot spread. Yeah. The, the imagery of that, like... With the wall behind Carol. Yeah. And the yeah, crack in it. Yeah, right. I mean, it's like anything that's you know, starts to mold or starts to decay, it spreads through. And it's, you know... Including relationships. Yeah, and if it's emotional or physical of the buildings. Um, and that was one question I did have was when they were leaving the kingdom, uh, all the uh, roofs looked like they were burnt. Did, like... It, was that always the the way at the at the kingdom? Were all those buildings damaged before, or was that aftermath of something that was happening there? I didn't because all, all you know they had like all those three or four story buildings, mm-hmm. brick buildings that were just on the other side of the wall, and all of them like the roofs were all falling apart. Oh, so I was I wondering. Didn't notice that. Yeah, I wonder if like the buildings themselves were just starting to just completely decay and fall apart. Well, that's what it looked like from what he was. From what they were showing uh, with that wall behind Carol. Because, like, I think at some point you have to just, like, stop trying. Mm-hmm. If you're that far gone um, and and think that there's no hope left, you just stop. Well, But especially when it... And, and that furthers the symbolism with their relationship. They just stopped. Yeah. They stopped trying. Yeah. And the loss of a child, I guess, will do that to you. Well, it will do that to you. We yeah. know that. But I don't remember seeing the buildings like that. Do you doubt me? No, I don't doubt you. Okay, that's good. That's probably smart. Should I act like Scott? <laughs> I don't think say, that was right. Yeah, I don't no, think I, that think, happened. I, I went back and watched it like four times. The buildings look fine. And I, and I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I really did know. But he, yeah, he, I mean, he's saying over the radio, he said, we tried to hold on. Things fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, it, physically, it looked like things had fallen apart. But the, the back to your point of it all ending so abruptly. Yeah. I mean, through the episode, after watching it that second time, you see that they're they're hinting at it through the whole thing, that they're fighting over things. At the very beginning, she's sitting at the end of the bed. You can tell she's completely depressed. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of staring off like, knows there's something's wrong. Mm-hmm. So something has been wrong for a while, and it, of course it's because of Henry mm-hmm. and them losing Henry. So... If it had been any other person, I doubt that their relationship would have ended like that because Carol was talking to Daryl about how she's feels like she's losing herself and she doesn't know like who she is anymore. I think all of that bad stuff from her past is just coming up and wrecking everything. Um, yeah, and I, I actually liked her discussion with uh, Daryl when they're walking um, along that field where there are the walkers that are kind of trailing him. There. Yeah, and um, that showed a lot with King Ezekiel too. Well, because he started get, getting a little jealous about Definitely. stuff. Definitely. But uh, when she said, she said every time she looked at uh, Lydia, it reminded her of Henry. Henry. Mm-hmm. And then Daryl said, "Well, what do you see when you look at me?" Yeah. So why Which, do you think he said that? What? what I that was mean? thinking he was thinking that. What don't you see, Rick? When you look at me. Really? I was thinking... Or someone else, What? Who? I was thinking he was still talking about Henry because he uh, was the one who supported Lydia staying with the group. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. That's true. And so he's halfway responsible for gotcha. some of that. So, yeah. Why wouldn't he be blamed as well? Yeah. I gotcha. No, that's a, that's a better point. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Lydia is more an is more of an obvious victim. She's like, oh, no. Oh, I see. I see you, Daryl. Yeah. but That was my impression. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> but when King Ezekiel saw him and saw her touch Daryl, he was like, mm, what is going on? Get your hands off my woman. 
Yeah. Yeah, he was pissed. But that conversation he had with Daryl, too, where he's like, we're going back to Hilltop, and it would be great if you did not. I was like, shit, dude. (laughs) That was Kim's impression of King Ezekiel. I, I, yeah, but I liked how he followed that up with, I'm not trying to be an asshole or anything about it. <laughs> it's like, really? What are you trying to do then? <laughs> You're basically um, telling me to step off. Yeah, and that kind of lit a fire in uh, on the Twitter space. Because yeah. there was a lot of people back and forth, a lot of opinions about him saying that. And how, oh, well, that's him being controlling and whatever. Which... I yeah, it was him being controlling because he feels like he's completely losing control and he's about to lose his wife. Mm-hmm. And he 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 may not think it's Daryl's fault, but she's relying on Daryl to talk to, and so he's thinking Daryl's kind of in the way, and maybe it'll be easier if he wasn't around. Whether that's the right move for him to say that because they're friends, I, I don't necessarily think so. But when you're desperate <laughs> and the whole thing's falling apart. That may have been his last-ditch effort to make it happen, try and save the... But at that point, what he's not understanding is that it's already over. Yeah. And that's kind of what he said at the beginning, is we try to hold on. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you got to realize, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Well... So he was still holding on at that point. Of course, he was holding on to the moment that she gave the ring back. You could tell just from the way he approached her at the window. Yeah. But for him to say that to Daryl... Like, I understand what you're saying, but I think that was that was horrible. Like, so first of all, you've got to understand, if you don't know your wife by now, then something's wrong there. That's the whole crux of this. That Daryl and Carol are very, are the, they're best friends, and they've been through so much shit together. What, Daryl and so, Carol? No, someone else <laughs> had a great point, though. Wasn't Daryl supposed to be moving on anyways? Like, what the hell? Yeah. He so, wasn't saying. He was going back. <laughs> so it really isn't that big a deal. Right, right. It so was maybe he point. should maybe he shouldn't even been confronting him on that. But I think he he did it to make a point. Even though Daryl was leaving, it was kind of like, yeah, just don't come back. Make sure that you stay out of the picture. Yeah. But and and for also for him to be like, you know, I know that you have a special relationship with Carol, but I'm not going to let that stand in the way of our relationship. And so. But when he said that to him, it's like screwed up because they're best friends and she's the one he has always confided in. And yes, she should be confiding in her husband, but they're on two different wavelengths now that Henry's gone. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's done because she can't get past it. And she, when she sees King Ezekiel, she also sees Henry. That's very yeah. obvious. And she sees that fairy tale that now cannot happen because so many things have gone badly with Henry and the kingdom and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for King Ezekiel. Well, I do too. I mean, there's all these people are like all feeling bad for Carol because we're so connected to to Carol as a character. But I mean, he lost everything. He lost what he had been selling to all these people as like the, you know, perfect dream. Yeah. And it had been falling apart for quite some time, obviously, because that's the whole reason they had to have the fair was because um, they didn't have enough supplies, so they needed to trade stuff. Mm -hmm. And because of that fair, because of those people getting in, everything fell apart. 
and uh, and now even his wife is saying, sorry, I can't do this anymore. Gosh, I didn't even think about that, that maybe he even feels responsible for those people dying because he's the one who pushed having the fair so bad and allowed all allowed all the communities to come together. Well, he like was talking that. to her mm-hmm. at the fair. I mean, he she was right in front of him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he ever realized that, but... I mean, Michonne says that to him when they're at the sanctuary, right? Yeah. And says um, the reason that they were able to walk among us is because we didn't know each other anymore. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like there's blame going all over the place. Michonne obviously feels a part of the blame because yeah. she kept Alexandria away from everybody, and therefore they don't know each other. Well, I mean, they're, every person in the society is on defense. Not, and there's all these leaders of these different you know, tribes of people, mm-hmm. of course, you know, they are, they're all responsible in some way. So they're all going to take blame in some way. Mm-hmm. And they all can, if you don't take blame, then you're like, you know, a narcissist, like Negan, <laughs> you know, yes, yes. who can't, who can't ever say that he's wrong about something, you know? Yeah. But it was so nice to hear Michonne at the end of all of this saying, you know, your, your people are now our people. And we are together and we're never going to let this happen again to be separated yeah. like that. And we are here to protect you and help you and all that stuff. So, so she's come around and that's really the whole, and, Okay. And so they're on their way to Hilltop at that point, right? Yeah. Okay. And then after the, I'm a little confused. So after they get to Hilltop, that's when the other one split off to Alexandria. Right. Okay. The reason I'm saying this is it was a little weird seeing from scene to scene. Alexandria was getting beaten down by the storm and everybody else seemed to be doing quite fine. It was just, you know, it, it, I guess, maybe passed. They didn't really get the brunt of it. But other people are walking through the night with no real problem. But Alexandria, they couldn't make it from one house to the next. Well, remember, too, that it's uh, at least a day, well, two days ride from... The kingdom to to Alexandria. Oh, okay, so they're a good distance away. So maybe yeah. they, they, it could very be possibly be a lighter part of the storm. And exactly. Alexandria got nailed. Exactly. But but still, they couldn't get from one house to the other. That was amazing to me. <laughs> so to have everybody hitched up like little kindergartners yeah. holding onto this rope, and you leave your house and you can't get to the next house That's in primary. Alexandria, and we know how close all the houses are. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? I don't know. Well, they seem to be doing fine until Judith took off. A little shit. Judith and Negan. It's always the kid. Yeah. Always the kid. The Mr. Immature Negan. He was brilliant in this episode. Okay, good. I thought you were going to go all bad there. Why? Because you said Immature Negan. No, because he says, you know, he's like, oh, you guys are all mature now. And then he's like, father, not the father. (laughs) He's like, how predictable was that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was Jeff Jeffrey Dean Morgan was great in this episode. He had some good lines. Yeah, he looked like he was having so much fun with it, and he was much more uh, mischievous in this episode uh-huh. versus his like I was gonna say a priest in the confessional kind of thing. <laughs> like you know, he's always there like to listen. And... In the prison, you mean? In <laughs> yeah. his own little prison? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, he's he's the guy that people are bouncing ideas off of all the time, and he's serious. For what reason? I have no idea. <laughs> because he can't get away, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the sage killer. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in this, yeah, he was just, he was joking around and screwing with people, which I enjoyed. I thought that was great. But uh, he said uh, the love quadrangle. That's what I was gonna say. And and the uh, God, I missed you, Eugene. <laughs> when Eugene comes in there and just starts spouting off nonsense. Yes. Yeah, that was he was awesome. He that was, was very good at this. Fantastic. That was fantastic. But my favorite scene, again, was with Michonne and him in the hospital after his... Oh, towards the end? Yeah, after his leg has been beat up and he's in the hospital recuperating. And he gets her to stop and come back into the room and start talking to him about stuff and gets her to understand that he's not that bad of a guy. I mean, he did just save her daughter, But he also has had a lot of time to think about what he has done. And when he said, sometimes the bad guys don't know that they're the ones being bad. Mm, Yeah, that was a good good line. No one ever thinks they're the evil one. Right. Yeah. Which which sums his character up perfectly when he was at the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Even though he did some pretty nasty stuff. He did some some horrible stuff. Yeah, he did some horrible stuff. But he was keeping a bunch of people alive. Yeah. And when you're kind of in that bubble... You might think that what I'm doing is keeping these people alive. Mm-hmm. What Alpha thinks she's doing is keeping those people alive. That's true. So, you know, there's it's different philosophies on, on how you think um, you have to su- survive in this world. Yeah, but both Ezekiel Alpha... Ezekiel was ridiculous. He was a king, and everybody believed he was a king. That's true, but he wasn't bashing anybody's head in. No, there's but a... he walked around with a big tiger. <laughs> It was it was ridiculous, and everybody had to act like it's a kingdom, right? But even with Rick around, Rick had his own way of leading. He never hurt. He he never intentionally. He killed people that he thought needed to die. <laughs> they all made judgment calls that were bad. I mean, bad. yeah. Uh, so, but I mean, you can't really compare it to. You can't compare it to what Negan was awful. Because he would bash people's heads in just because, you know, that's the rule. And burn your face with an iron. All the women are mine. Sorry. Yeah. That's the rule. that's messed up. It's different. Or the governor who had his little room of heads and all this kind of stuff. See, but even the governor was mild compared to Negan and Alpha, for God's sakes. I mean, he had his little fighting ring, but they were all walkers. Yeah. He did have, you know, prisoner, quote unquote, prisoners. That would also fight in the ring, but they were prisoners. Mm-hmm. They weren't his own people. There's a little bit of difference in how um, these leaders choose to lead their people. And then, of course, you had Michonne. Yeah. Who was also leading with authority. That's true. For a while, until she finally said, you know what? I've been wrong. I shouldn't be leading with authority. We should go do this whole fair thing. Yeah. And what happens? People get killed. Everything falls apart, which is back to the overriding theme. You can't trust that in this world, you can't trust anything that's good. Yeah. That's kind of sad. I know. I was getting ready to say that. (laughs) That's very sad. It is. I mean, it makes you wonder if if you're better off just being, no, just being on your own. And having to worry about yourself and a, maybe a small handful of people instead of having to, you know, have this entire civilization that you're trying to control with crops and medical and, you know, all that stuff that goes along with it. 
You're just leaving yourself vulnerable. Yeah. To all kinds of elements. The weather, bugs, weirdo people, anything could happen. It's mainly the weirdo people. That's the biggest problem that you have to deal with is the weirdo people. It's other humans. Always. Fight the dead, fear the living. Fear me. (laughs) Thanks for joining us tonight. (laughs) It all circles back. That's right. (laughs) Speaking of circling back, when they are back trying to make the decision at the sanctuary about what they're going to do, and they decide that um, they're going to need to travel through the night, right, to get to Hilltop, and... Carol, again, back to what I was saying before, stands up to Ezekiel mm-hmm. and says, those aren't our borders. Those are borders that she said existed. Mm-hmm. And everything's going to freeze, so we can just cross the river. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sets them on their trek. I didn't realize they were so close to the head pike area at that point. But <laughs> right after that, I was like, I thought they didn't seem to really travel that far that first stretch then, I guess. During the day? Yeah. Because now, after they make that decision, they're like, oh, now we're crossing Alpha's border. Just at that point. And that's where the heads were. But I thought that was near the kingdom. So, anyways, that was a little confusing to me. But the scenes that come out of that are, you've got frozen walkers everywhere, which were sweet. I think the frozen walkers were cool. The ones that popped out of the riverbank were a little weird, because it was a little too convenient that they had, like, four... Walkers that just happened to be hanging out in the snow. More than that. Was it? The whole group of them. Oh, anyways. Well, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were, <laughs> you did bring up a good point, though, that how did they not freeze? Yeah. Like the people who, the walkers that are out walking around are frozen solid. Completely frozen. And then the people under the snow did not freeze. Which, the only thing I was thinking is they say when you are... Um, in survival mode yeah. in the snow like that, that you dig a hole and get in the snow and it w- works as an insulator for you. I mean, you think of like an igloo. Right. But God, these that'd things, be cold. Yeah, but that's if you have body warmth. Yeah. Or if you can make a fire or something like that. That It, does, it still doesn't make any sense why these things would still be able to move around. I don't think. But that's, that's where I would think would be the excuse well, that they could still pop out. I was really hoping those were the whisperers. I was too. That were hiding there. I was it, too. But but no, I mean, but it it makes even less sense because if you have hunkered down in the snow like that, you would be slow, right? Like you would be cold. Yeah. And which, by the way, I think is why it took so long for them to get to the border because it's so cold and it's snowing, mm. and I think it just slowed down the entire process. But anyways, I go. I digress. Yeah, so when you're under the snow, you would think that you would be cold and you would be very slow. But we saw some of those walkers, like, pop out of the snow. Mm-hmm. That was unbelievable. Because they're all like, Bah! Yeah. And they all happen to just be walker-sized holes around there. That they're all fitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're made to believe <laughs> that they're um, rocks, I mean, right? Well, no, yeah, I mean, they, they, like, the idea, I guess, is that they're stuck in snowdrifts. Yeah. But... They didn't really care about moving until they heard somebody moving, I guess. Well, to there's get no out of reason. Their, <laughs> to get out of their snowdrift. There's no reason to move. I still... I, unless there's some sort of stimulus. The whole I know, but the whole thought that sound stimulates them still bothers me because don't they hear each other going... Rah! 
<laughs> or animals, or yes. even just the sound Anything. of snow falling. Yes. Wouldn't would that sound be what, like an like, animal Arr. moving or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. But the the walker that Lydia comes across that's frozen in the water and he's got the one hand sticking up and he's mm. just chomping. Oh ah. yeah, we forgot. I forgot to talk about that. Right. He was the best. Was he? Was that was animatronic though, or not animatronic? That was a puppet walker, though, wasn't he? Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. 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 With his teeth clumped. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Fantastic. But that was like another scene. Um, gosh, was that Fear, The Walking Dead? When um, yes, when they got stuck in the house during the hurricane, and who was it went out on the roof and there was a walker out there and they um, tried oh, to kill themselves. Oh, right, the right, right, right. Um, so, so the two shows are definitely starting to yes emulate each other. Oh yeah, you you definitely see things reflected, the, mm-hmm. um, little gags reflected. Now mm-hmm. I don't know. If that's intentional or not. I think a lot of it is not. Yeah. I think they just, I mean, they've said before that sometimes they don't even know that they're doing it, but I caught on to it right away because we'd already seen it in fear, but, but I thought that was really cool. But (laughs) the thing that made me laugh is that she had her arm in front of the walker's face and so close to the walker. And then Carol walks up behind her. Now, if that had been me, I would have lost my balance and fallen right into the walker, yeah, and it would have bitten me. Actually, well, you probably would have knocked his head off. You'd be like, oh, whoops. <laughs> so she got really lucky that it did not get her, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> and Carol never says anything during that entire thing, and they're walking all the way back. They don't say anything to each other. Right. But she's like, uh, Lydia looks like a hurt or Nervous little puppy the entire time. She should. I would be scared to death of what Carol wanted to say to me. Because you know Carol wants to go off but she on has her. no history of Carol. She doesn't know Carol's being a bad person. And then it when doesn't Carol... doesn't matter. When Carol her, goes, do- her son died. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, there's all that. But <laughs> <laughs> when she runs off the second time to get people oh my God. killed again... When she ran off the second time, I was like, seriously? Yeah, that was dumb. Like, tie that bitch down. So she can't go anywhere. At that point, Carol should have just pushed her into the walker. Yeah. Instead of saving, she should be like, oop, sorry. Yeah. But that was also a very important scene. Because Carol could have gone off on her. Mm -hmm. But instead, and she could have killed her. But instead, she was like weeping and saved her. Well. And brought her back to the group. Yeah. And told her she's not weak. Maybe Carol isn't going back to the old ways where she wants well, to get away from everybody. There were some comments that I saw where people were saying, well, I mean, she killed that girl by saying, look, look at the flowers and all that kind of stuff, which there's no comparison. That girl's... That girl was crazy. Yeah, that girl's absolutely nuts. Yeah. Lydia was loved by her adopted son. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Henry wanted her to be part of the group, so why shouldn't Carol accept her to be part and of the Darryl. group? And Daryl. And, you gotta think, Carol understands with her own past, Lydia was abused like hell. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Carol probably Good has point. a little bit of connection with understanding that... Compassion, at least. Yeah, because she says, you're not weak. Mm-hmm. They probably, you know, your mom's always told... I think it, the thing that really sparked her was when she said... Uh, my mom, my mom was right. I'm weak. Mm-hmm. I think that's when Carol was like, uh-uh, she's not going to be right about anything. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not weak. You're joining us. I think that kind of turned everything around at that point. Because I think point. she was pissed at her when she found her. Like, what the hell are you doing? 
Yeah. You're going to get us both killed. Yeah. You're doing this again? What the fuck? That's a very good point. I think that um, Carol maybe even sees a little bit of herself in her. Yeah. And and understands that she didn't ask for any of this. She didn't want any of this to happen. And she had no control over it, except, you know, she could have left. But even then, I don't think Alpha would have stopped what she was doing. I think she still would have taken out revenge on the Hilltoppers. I wonder, though, if if she'll ever be able to fully accept her as a member of the community, or will she always see Henry's head on a pike? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, even the fact that they had well, she to... She said that. She said, every time I look at her, I see Henry. Yeah, but that was before. That was before they had that conversation. But even the fact that they had to walk through the Pike area, through the border, in order to get to Hilltop, like, God, what a reminder of what just happened. Like, this is the reason that we are having to do this. This is the reason the kingdom fell. And, well, it contributed to the kingdom falling. It wasn't the sole reason. But it is the reason that Carol and King Ezekiel are breaking up now. It pretty much is the reason. That the kingdom fell? No, the Whisperers. The Whisperers coming after them. Yeah. And coming after Lydia. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a slap in the face when they have to go through the borderland to get Mm -hmm. to Hilltop. Which is, uh, which Lydia's problem, and can you imagine, is her own guilt at understanding that really it is, it all comes down to her. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, Daryl's been told it by Beta face to face. Mm Mm-hmm. That all he had to do was hand over the girl. That's all he wanted. I don't believe that. It could have all gone away. I don't believe that at all. Yeah, but they'll keep driving that one home. Try and make him feel guilty about it. Yeah. But I think that's bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. So the radio. Who the hell is on the radio? Oh, who's the hidden voice on the radio? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) But they say say who... (laughs) You're not going to speculate? Who's... How can you speculate on that? I don't know. I mean, it could be people that we've met before. I seriously doubt it. It's got to be somebody new. Why does it have to be somebody new? You know who I was thinking it could be? Because I'd be kind of lame if it wasn't. It actually sounded like the the lady from Fear, The Walking Dead, who had been on the radio attracting people last episode, or last season. Hmm. You know, the little old lady. You mean the crazy? Yeah, crazy, that had the mud. Lady? Yeah, that had the mud all over that came up against Morgan. I kind of think it's not her because that's super no. long range. That would not probably work. But Unless it's ham radio, which I believe would go pretty far. That's true. But, I, yeah, I don't know. So Eugene's radio idea is obviously up and working right now. Yeah, so they can communicate with each other. I really don't know who it is. What about Maggie? It could be Maggie. Do you really think that they're going to have them come together now? Come together. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Yeah. They have to set up for season 10. We know that she's coming back in season 10. You're right. You're right. right. It could be Maggie. It could be, what's her face? Um, Pollyanna McIntosh. God, why can I not ever remember her name? (laughs) It's the Augie's Ale, I think. The Augie's Ale is starting to kick in. It is it? Yeah. Yes. Think of apples. But it could be the the group that Rick is with. It could be a whole new group. It's just very exciting. Yeah. Except the last group that we met was gone within 
three episodes. Oh, and the last know. the last people that we encountered with a radio on The Walking Dead were the Terminites. And that did not end well. They had a radio? Yeah. Okay. They were calling out to people Those saying... Those were the last people that had a radio. The last ones I remember. Well, not necessarily, because we had... Well, I mean, okay, long-range radio, but they had the walkie-talkies, remember, in, in this season. And last. That's what we kept talking That's about. Different. how They had walkie-talkies well, all of a sudden like in a The Walking voice. Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, but we had a weird voice come on, and that showed them where Well, there was go. the weird voice with, like you said, Pollyanna McIntosh. On, she was radioing the helicopter people. But that wasn't a random thing. She knew who she was communicating with. I'm talking about a random but voice. But they had that, radios. Oh, for the love of God. I'm just saying you're wrong. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's frustrating even with just you. You're just learning this now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, on that note, I think we'll take a break. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're back, and we're going to go straight into our hits and misses. What is your hit? Are you going to put me on the spot for the hit? Well, you're the only one here. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go with an obvious hit, uh, and that was when Daryl used his crossbow to knock the head off the frozen walker. That was so awesome. With his arms outstretched. Yes, and he's got like the icicles dripping off his fingers and stuff. Yeah. That was great. Fantastic. I thought that was awesome. Fantastic. My hit... Is that we saw a snowstorm. Okay. We experienced winter for the first time in The Walking Dead history. And it was amazing. And it was... <laughs> what? It's, it was amazing. It really was. I love seeing frozen walkers, like you just said. I love seeing how it slows our people down and they have to. they have new challenges that they have to overcome, like crossing the river or even just traveling from one location to the next and how that affects them. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how you said they need to go out there right now and start killing these things off. Yeah. Because they can't do anything. Yeah. Might as well go and start breaking them up. If they're frozen, go out there and start taking them out. Yep. Decrease your um, the walkers that you have for the summertime. What's your miss? Is that the only hit you have? I do have another hit. Of course you do. And that is some of the one-liners. Like when... Negan says, this dog better poop golden nuggets. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. That was very good. That was very good. And then King Ezekiel, when he said, we made it. And Carol said, did we? Oh, well, yeah, that was kind of sad, though. That was very sad, but it was very good. You should have done that one first, so we could have a funny one. (laughs) (laughs) Because now I'm just sad. Don't be sad. And then... Uh, all of Eugene's stuff was actually very funny this time when, uh, you didn't think so? No, it's still like. Cheese ball? 
Yeah, still very cheese ball to me. I thought it was. I thought it was funny, it especially. It always falls so flat to me. Well, when you have so... Negan saying, "God, I missed you." Uh, yes, I think Negan's reaction to it was great. What he's actually saying was like just ridiculous again to me. All right, whatever. I liked it. Okay. Okay. What's your miss? Uh, my miss was you liking that. <laughs> no, actually, my miss. Um, you know, I didn't really have much of a miss on this. The only thing that was a little weird to me was that when they got to Alexandria, they started having a snowball fight. That's my miss. And I w- was it really? Yes. I would have been like, let me inside. I need to warm up. <laughs> Give me a fire. Some hot would, cocoa, perhaps. Maybe maybe if I was in delirium, I would have been like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, I'm hanging out in the snow. If I had just spent like the past three days in the snow or whatever... At, how much time it was, I would have been like, get me inside and give me some damn soup. Especially worried that the whispers <laughs> were following you the whole time. Yeah, no, that would the be... The stress alone would have made you dogged tired. Yeah, yeah. It was just cheesy. It was cheesy. It was a very cheesy scene. Yeah. They're trying to show, obviously, that, that there is some sort of happiness when they finally... After, no all of, after all of this. No happiness. But, I mean, every time we get happiness, aren't they all supposed to die now because they're smiling? Yes. And it's going to be RJ and Judith. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, like you said earlier, lots of comments, especially on Twitter. You guys really liked the last episode. Yeah, there was a ton of comments. And I guess you guys liked the first this last episode, too, because... Even though the uh, ratings said differently, a lot of you had stuff to say. Emmeline Veltkamp said, Things are cold outside, but maybe the Negan versus everyone else relationship is warming up a little. The episode was a little slow, but I actually liked it for being slow. It was a nice, comfortable place to land after last week's episode. The Walker sickles were a lot funnier <laughs> than they should have been. Oh my god, that was the other one I wanted to say for the my three hit. Of them? No, 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 no. The... The walker uh, that Daryl was fighting, yep. and he pulled the walker, the, the sorry, the icicle out and stabbed the walker in the eye. Now, granted, that's not funny. It was very um, predictable, mm-hmm. but it was fantastic. Courtney Hahn said, "Negan saving Judith and dog. Thumbs up." Yeah. David Valentin said. I am speculating here, but it looks as if we are being set up for a merger of Fear and The Walking Dead and a story ending, which I think this faithful audience wants. I am curious to what's ahead, even after the excitement of the first few years has gone by. I enjoy your pod very well. Very much. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say no. That you don't want that? I don't think they're merging. I mean, we, we have a few crossover characters, but I don't think they're going to bring the two shows together. I think it's too much of a stretch, unless... <sighs> I mean, they're separated by such a large distance. Yeah. So I don't know how they would do that. I do not like disagreeing with David on this, because he said that he likes the podcast. Thank you, David. <laughs> because I know you're not liking the show as much anymore. Uh, Jeff, for now, at New Jeff CT off Twitter, said this episode had a different feel to it. It was intense, but not action-packed intense. Good overall... And I like the snow. A lot of setup for season 10, which may end up the last season if ratings continue to slide. I feel bad for Ezekiel, but losing a child can destroy a relationship. But I felt the show could have spent more time on that. They spend the whole season with Carol growing more comfortable, closer with the king, 
then Henry dies, and then they break up the next episode. Exactly. Like, it was too abrupt. Like, we didn't get any context. Yeah. To that. I mean, like, Henry died. Why are they not falling into each other's arms and comforting each other? Uh, I think they had to force this breakup in some way. And maybe um, maybe it was a little ham-handed way of the writers dealing with it. But, you know, because it was. It was kind of quick. It was abrupt. But it was... They were supposed to be all together and all happy for this whole fair thing. Mm-hmm. And everything falls apart. There's missing time in there. When this all falls apart. When the, you know, yeah. the... the Kingdom is falling apart, so I, I guess we have to assume that things were falling apart uh, within their relationship because of Henry dying over some time. But for the fact that they spent so much time building up who Carol is now with the long hair and the explaining that she feels comfortable now and she's able to allow it to grow and like all of that build up for them to be like, done, that's over. Yeah. Like, well, did she cut her hair? We don't even get to see that. Really. Well, hopefully she doesn't disappear into a cabin for an entire season. Ugh, that's what I'm worried about. All right. <clears throat> Renee Hansen at Iowa Mama of Three said, Negan went after Judith without a second thought. He loves that little girl. I will never forgive Negan for Glenn, but this helps. The visual effects with the winner were excellent. I've always wanted to see this in the series, and I was disappointed. Was not disappointed. It was strange that some walkers were frozen solid, but the ones under the snow were not. Hey, same same thing. But I did think the scene at the river was cool. I was expecting something worse to happen. Zeke's speech at the beginning was awesome. Love the snowball fight at the end and all the happiness. Uh, no. <laughs> no what? I don't like that snowball fight. It was silly. <laughs> A and B's little S&M session was intense. Overall, this season was primo. Excited to see what happens next. Wake me when September ends. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, hopefully you're going to be listening over the summer. Yes. Listen to fear. Uh, Susan Graham at Freckles Graham <laughs> off Twitter said, I was very happy with it. It had beautiful imagery and very haunting imagery. I was heartbroken for the end of the kingdom itself. I'm glad they ended here instead of the Pikes. I liked having some closure to the community's grieving and regrouping after that instead of waiting. Yeah, I, I like I said before, I, I guess that's that it was kind of important that they had some sort of closure to it if you're going to have this happen this quickly. I'm glad they didn't have this as like a season opener because I would have been bored out of my mind and very disappointed. At We Heart TWD said, it's still heartbreaking. Carol has been through much, and honestly, I'm not looking forward to going backwards with her character. I wonder if her taking Lydia's hand in that scene maybe showed she's not going backwards. hmm Wow. Yeah, I agree. I think that maybe Carol... Gosh, Carol's been through so much, and I'm hoping that this time she can pull herself out of it. Uh, I wish she would do it with Ezekiel's help, but... I think that's all over. I don't, oh, I don't know. I hope not. Well, I mean, when you think about it, that whole relationship was started out of him kind of forcing it to happen, right? He did. So at some point, she seemed to just kind of give in to it. And even in the last, I don't know, three or four episodes was when they were still trying to transition into her being accepting the being called queen 
That's true. Right? I mean, she had yeah. a hard time even accepting that. Yeah. Now, all this falls apart, and she's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go back to reality now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ezekiel, but, I mean, that, I mean that's kind of what seems to be happening right now. Yeah. And um, no matter how sad it is for the, you know, people were really happy that the two of them were kind of making it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all going to fall apart because you can't have people that happy. That's sad. Well, only you had Rick and Michonne, same thing. Yeah. Finally had family. Yeah. Oh, am I supposed to read now? Adam B. Carlson, at MN Viking Zombie, off Twitter, said, The fairy tale is over. She never really came to terms with the loss of Glenn or Abraham either, to go with all her heavy personal losses, so she's internalizing everything. I can't imagine the pain piled up inside her. Mm-hmm. I know. That's what I'm saying. I just, I hope that she can get through it this time. Carrie Ooh at Carol W blah, blah, blah. You have too many numbers. I think it's Carrie W. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> I like Carrie Ooh. Okay. All right. Carrie W at Carol W. Two seven two five nine seven one eight. Whew. Carol. Hopefully that's not his phone number for somebody. <laughs> Not Too the right, many numbers. It's not the right amount of numbers, but go ahead. Ah, hard to see the kingdom fall. Carol and Ezekiel, so broken. Lydia disturbs me, as does Negan. I'm trying. So nice to see them all having a bit of fun in the snow. Glad they're all together again. Daryl was happy, and Frozen Walkers were the bomb. Wasn't that Maggie on the line? Oh, uh, Maggie on the radio. Yeah. I don't know. It did not, how can you, you can't tell. Can you? No, you cannot tell. Of course you uh, can't tell. Otherwise, people would be going crazy. I listened to it three times. I really, I couldn't tell. And I couldn't tell the first words that were coming out. No. Just, no, I couldn't either. It just, just is anybody, anybody out there. Anybody out there? Mm-hmm. Did it even sound like a female voice? I didn't yes. think so. I don't know about that. No, it totally was a free female voice. It's maybe an effeminate man. No, no, no. No, no, no. Sonia Irna at Sonia Irna off Twitter said, Trying to isolate Carol from her best friend is manipulative at best and kind of controlling behavior. Yes and no. He's jealous. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, it's, you know, it's last ditch effort. Try and and save something because he's obviously lost everything. Oh, I feel so bad for them. All right. Random TWD fan at Obla... Obliblada. I think you did that just to screw with Kim. <laughs> Obliblada. Fantastic name. Obliblob. Obliblob. I thought it was like a Beatles reference for ba, a second. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, whatever. Blah, blah, right. blah. Felt like the Zeke Daryl conversation was unnecessary. Daryl had not been living at the kingdom since the Pikes. He came with Michonne and Aaron to help them move, so it was strange to make it seem like Zeke was angry about Carol talking to Daryl. When he has just gotten back to the kingdom. Oh, my God. You know what? The naming is really kind of annoying when you think about when you have to read the comments. Carol, Daryl. People <laughs> keep writing in acronyms. It's, it's really hard. <laughs> and I, I want to apologize to everybody who writes in. And they get either Scott or myself reading <laughs> your comments. Because they're not good. Scott, especially, really gets... <laughs> mired in his own tongue twists 
Yeah. Uh, me, I get really thrown off by some of the acronyms or abbreviations for things. Anyways. That's why you should read them ahead of time. I try. You read them ahead. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. I could read the these name. things over and over and over again. I'd always get it wrong. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, Christmas Girl 304 at Xmas Baby 304. Why do you got to do that? <laughs> I loved it. Truly much needed after episode 15, the calm before. I honestly think it would have been harder to watch if it was the immediate aftermath of the Pikes and Sadiq's emotional eulogy. It was, yeah, it was presented well. Yes, I agree. Okay. Sarah Beth Pollock at Sarah Beth Pollock said, I keep coming back to this and it's bugging me. I'm ship neutral, as you know, but it really seems like Ezekiel is trying to save his marriage, which Kang alludes to, and is trying to protect Carol in a misguided but well-intentioned way. Ezekiel and Carol cannot talk to each other about their grief. He is assuming that Carol might have trouble being near Daryl, who not only saved Lydia, but is now caring for her. Lydia's mother killed Henry, so she is a perpetual reminder of that. He is trying to help in his own way. Hmm. Well, that's that's a good point. I, I didn't think about it that way, I guess. Um, that Ezekiel sees Daryl as almost a threat to Carol, and that she will be remembering Henry by, by seeing him around. Mm. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Because That's a different twist. Because they were all involved some way in the killing of the son. Right. Yeah. That's very interesting. So, I kind of think that's not what's happening, mm. but I like I like your point of view. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you make a good point, <laughs> but I don't agree with you. No, I mean it's I that's truthful. Mhm. I I still think that Ezekiel is more jealous than anything and that's the reason he wants Daryl. Well, let me summarize that even better. What? Yes, but no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very true. Maybe, but no. Thank you to all of you cuz that was like that was a lot of people that wrote in this time yes, and it we was. had to actually pare it down, which we normally don't have to do. So Thank you to all of you who wrote in. That was amazing. Yeah. And we actually may just make Scott read those and record that part. Just to see what it sounds and like. And just set it you know, separate as payment for him missing out on our last podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so next week on The Walking Dead, there's nothing. Next week on Fear the Walking Dead, there's nothing. No, not until June 2nd. So we have quite a gap. So... we got to try and figure out something else to do. Yeah. We'll have to review some stuff. There's some new stuff coming out, but unfortunately it's not coming out until the summer after Fear debuts. Like the new movie, the new zombie movie with um, Murray. Bill Murray? Bur- Bill Murray. Burr Murray. Burr Murray. Bill Burr-Murray. Murray. Burr Murray. Sounds amazing. Okay. So, but that one... Uh, what was that other movie that was Ma? What the fuck like is that? Mom. It's not mom. It's ma. It's the woman that has all the kids <gasps> come over to her house and has parties and stuff. And they all start getting killed. Oh, right. She's sewing their lips up. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Shit. There's lots of stuff coming. Yeah. And uh, what else was there? there was, uh, I mean, Game of Thrones is starting soon. Game of Thrones is starting soon. Someone suggested us watch uh, Highwaymen. Okay. You know what I've been watching lately? Which is kind of funny because there were Highwaymen on this. That's true. Who are all true. now dead. Are they all dead? 
No, 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 no. Just the, some other just ones? the top two. Random. The two leaders are dead. Okay, some red shirts to They're... die soon. They're all gonna die. No, they were leaders. They're all gonna die. Whatever. All right, but you know what I've been watching lately, and you don't care about this. Yeah, because yeah, you watch it without me. Riverdale. Thank God you watch it without me. I am so hooked on Riverdale right now. I'm only in the first season. Not I'm on even, episode eight. Not even entertaining that one. The whole reason I started watching it was simply the fact that Luke Perry passed away, and I was curious as to what this show was. I'd heard a lot about it, but I had never watched it. I started watching it, and oh my god, I am hooked. Well, good. You watch that. I will watch baseball. I want to be a river vixen. I don't even know what the hell that means. <laughs> so if you haven't, all you ladies out there, if you haven't watched Riverdale, watch that. It's great. It's kind of got like a scary twist to it. Really? More, like a mystery twist, you know? Like not scary, but mystery. Who done it? Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind yes. of silliness? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely not watching it then. And the kid who plays Jughead is so cute. He's like Ducky from back in the day. Um, uh, yeah. Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> so just a little bit about Fear of the Walking Dead. Have you seen the trailer yet for next season? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. There's the, the one that I saw had like tons of stuff going on in it. And who's at the end? Uh, you can tell me. You can tell me. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But Daniel Salazar is back. Oh, is he really? Yes. No way. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Do you think it's just a memory or do you think he's no, actually no, no, back? No. He's actually back. He's huh. actually back. And then, of course, we get to see Dwight make an appearance at the very end. And Morgan comes upon him, and he's like, Dwight? Yeah. So it's really cool. I'm excited. I'm excited for season five. It does It does look good. There actually seems to be some craziness going on. Yeah, because they show, like, a whole, like, field or whatever of, well, it's like of, a, of walkers. The whole thing dead. is just, like, a flash between different, like, action sequences and stuff. It was kind of crazy. Do you think we'll see the mud lady again? From last uh, season? Did, they never killed her, I guess, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. They gotta bring her back at some point. Mm-hmm. So much to look forward to. Yes. Okay. So, if there is a show or something that you guys want us to review during this off-season, write in and let us know what that is. Um, or if there's anything else that you guys want to hear from us during the next two no- two months. Otherwise... I'm not sure when our next episode will be out. No, not promising anything yet until fear comes back, but we are going to try and do something because that's too long a break. Totally. For us. And we already had our long break. We feel yeah. like we just got back into it. We did. We've only been back for like a couple of months. Yeah. So, um, yeah, please, uh, we're open to any suggestions and we'd appreciate anybody, um, if you have some ideas for stuff you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, please write it in to... Fear me podcast at gmail.com and on Twitter at Fear Me Podcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fear Me Podcast. Thanks for listening, all of you. Good night, and we'll talk to you soon. 